the only South Asian news radio in Texas. Indo-American News Radio. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Our studio number, 281-277-6874. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Indo-American News Radio. How's everyone doing? What is this subdued version of the Sanchali that we know? Oops, I thought I was being quite upbeat and peppy and, you know. No, let's make promote the preppy one. Okay, go for it, promote. Well, um, it's nice sweater weather in Boston. But, well, that should make you peppy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what you get for leaving us here in Houston. Oh, you have I no know. idea, Pramod, how nice it is. I sat at an outdoors uh, restaurant. Uh, maskless, even. Maskless, and it was a Thai cuisine called Kindi in the Heights. And it's very oh, okay. breezy. Oh, my God, it was so breezy. I had to tie my hair back because hair was like all over the place. But the... Food is excellent over there, Johar. When you get a chance, promote. When you get a chance, go try it out. Excellent food, Certainly. Kindi. Kindi. Thai yeah. restaurant in the Heights. Yeah. I went to a restaurant for lunch also. It's called the Boston Common. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's near Harvard. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, you know it was so cold that uh, we had to use those you know those large uh, uh, heaters. heaters. Outside, right. Well, of course, if yeah. you if you if you sit anywhere close to Harvard, you get all that intelligence just seeping into you. <laughs> right. That's Plus, true. there's the river flowing through, so that makes it, you know, that colder. keeps the haves from the have-nots. Ooh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Hey guys. You know, uh, one thing I noticed was that uh, you know the Desi community must be waking up from the pandemic because. I've never heard so many commercials on Masala Radio before our show started. Oh yes, I know, I know. I was just thinking about that. I was, my mouth was salivating when I heard Desi <laughs> Brothers' uh, commercial about all this papalas and dekalas and bukalas. Yeah, it so sounds like missiles. That. And then I saw a lot of ads in our paper too, so that's a good sign. Wonderful. Right. So, um, well, everyone, it's so good to have you with us again on this Saturday afternoon, May the eighth. And just the day before Mother's Day, don't yes. forget Mama tomorrow. Well, happy Mother's Day in advance to all the gorgeous, beautiful mothers out there. Hope you'll have a wonderful day. Actually, every day should be Mother's Day. But hey, if you get another special day to celebrate just the mothers. And there are some other Why mothers not? that we want to... <laughs> <laughs> Joar always has a twist and a, you know, dirty mind and I don't know where his head is most of the time. Well, so. you know, there are all sorts of mothers out there you know, okay. we need to be celebrating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so on that note, I wanted to mention something I that... I haven't heard anyone laugh more at his own joke than Joar and we're still trying to get the joke, but whatever. <laughs> so, okay. So now, well, just wanted to point out that Suma Mudan, she talked about some organic uh, farming, etc., and then plants in, in general, I came across a nice little article that talks about how you can plant uh, plants in between the vegetables to fight the pests that may attack the vegetables. So, uh, to, for example, to limit cabbage worms, plant brassicas with sage, hyssop, or chamomile and in between them, and the, the aroma uh, or whatever else that they have from these, uh, these other plants 
will stop the pests from coming there. So you have a herb garden in addition to the vegetable patch. So that's very nice. Well, chamomile you could use to to tea. actually make tea, right. but but on the other end, uh, my my mom she always complains about all those little bugs, the snails that come and. So, so uh, I keep on having to go get snail bait. But these are other good... Uh, yeah, these are non-poisonous ways of, you know, taking care of your good plants. For example, the because smell of... Because snail baits, I'm sure, is some chemical which, you know, is harming. Yeah. For example, marigolds, they can be recommended to... Uh, because the smell of marigolds is not a repellent for every unwanted pest... But it works on uh, uh, with other uh, things like onion root, mango, uh, maggot flies, and cabbage root maggot flies. So marigolds work on that. Anyway, I hope that uh, that's that, good that information. Works. Yeah. So, Pramod. Yes. Uh, let's get going with the news. Well, yes. let's do uh, the live from Indo-American News. This is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston the United States, India, and around the world. If we thought things could not get any worse for India's coronavirus pandemic, they have. For the last week, the number of new daily cases has breached 400,000, and the daily death toll has exceeded 4,000. Health scientists are at a loss to understand the ferocity of India's second COVID wave. Some say it was the mass gatherings at the Kumbh Mela, and election rallies in four states. Also to blame are new fast-spreading COVID variants. A third possible reason is the return to the villages of infected migrant laborers. Nevertheless, international aid is arriving daily at India's airports. After a customs delay of as much as four days, oxygen tanks and concentrators are reaching various urban centers. There is no national lockdown, but the Modi government is working with state governments to streamline oxygen delivery and the distribution of vaccines. Google Sundar Pichai has joined several other corporate leaders to form a global task force on the pandemic response. Additionally, Vice President Kamala Harris has declared that the welfare of India is critical to the United States and has promised more aid. President Biden has also agreed to loosen intellectual property rules that will allow Indian manufacturers such, such as the Serum Institute to produce Pfizer and Moderna vaccines in mass quantities. Nevertheless, the U.S. government has banned the travel of Indian citizens to American airports, leaving some NRIs stranded in India. However, the ban does not affect students who are scheduled to come to U.S. college campuses. Friday's jobs report of the addition of only 226,000 jobs to the U.S. economy has disappointed the economists. Republican critics are saying that continued unemployment benefits are discouraging the labor force to return to work. In turn, President Biden says the American Rescue Plan is injecting trillions of dollars of relief into the economy, and the jobs report should improve drastically by next quarter. The U.S. economy could be jolted by this morning's announcement of a cyber security attack against the American Colonial Pipeline, which carries 45% of the refined gasoline and jet fuel to the East Coast from our Gulf Coast refineries. 
It is unknown at this time when the pipeline will be able to resume normal operations. On Friday, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed a new law that imposes greater restrictions on voting from communities of color. In Texas, the State House passed its own voter repression law after an all-night debate. Democrats managed to water down some of the restrictions, but the bill is now headed to the Texas Senate. Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo is one of the leaders of the campaign to minimize the repressive voting regulations. In sports news, um, we've, uh, the coronavirus pandemic in India has seeped into the IPL bio bubble and the, has infected several players and staff last week. As a result, the BCCI suspended the IPL. The tournament could resume if the pandemic situation improves in India. Nevertheless, the BCCI has announced India's squad for the ICC inaugural World Test Championship final that will place, uh, take place against New Zealand on June 18th, followed by a test series against England. With the loss of the daily IPL cricket matches, I switched to watching the Houston Astros baseball. The Astros are two games behind the Oakland Athletics in the American League West, but I did see Alex Bregman hit a home run against the Yankees. Bregman has also introduced a tequila and lime-flavored salsa that he calls the Breggy Bomb. Meanwhile, the New York Times reports that as a result of COVID isolation, people have been bathing and shaving less. Some are postponing their bath to once a week, even doctors and health experts are saying that daily showers are unnecessary. That's all the news for now. More news, views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News Talk Show. Ew, once come a week, on, come promote, on, promote. Especially in Houston, where you sweat like crazy. Yeah, I'll have to use I a lot know. of... Per- I wonder where that came from, that once a week is enough. We'll all have to use a lot more perfume. Well, that's how it used to be in Western countries. Right, Louis XIV. He mm-hmm. only used to bathe yeah. once it, every month. it was cold month. most of the year. Yeah, and they used to lo- in places you, like the, India and Houston. They put a lot of powder but, on. What do you mean? You think Shah Jahan <laughs> bathed every day? very... Hot here and humid. Yeah, but I heard the expression that Jumake Juma. Yeah, Jumake Juma. That's right. Oh, Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let me go over we'll today's go lineup. lineup real quick before we go to our commercial break. Um, so you also know that you can hear the podcast of these recorded shows on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So if you do happen to miss a show, you can always go back and listen to it. I don't know if all our listeners were aware of this, but we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so today we'll start off with residential real estate prices. Uh, so residential real estate prices across the region have been jumping. But what about the commercial and land track price markets? Simi Jaggi is the executive vice president of the Land Advisory Services Department of the worldwide real estate development giant, JLL. She will be joining us today at 4.20 to explain her role in the marketplace. So she'll be our first speaker. Next, we're going to talk about cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency, bitcoins, and non-fungible token. By the way, non-fungible token has got nothing to do with a mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) These are new terms in the investment marketplace. 
To explain more about these is going to be Dharminda Dargan today at 5 p.m. He works in the power industry in the cybersecurity and compliance area. Next, we will be talking about um, someone who has, you know, crossed over and gone into making movies full time. So at 5.20, we will be hearing from Harsh Mahadeshwar. Desi entrepreneurs in the arts have steadily built a solid reputation in the Bayou City, but Harsh Mahadeshwar took the ultimate leap to make movies full-time and has won many accolades and awards for short films. He will be calling in at 5.20 to talk about his journey. Also, always stay tuned for News Roundup, views, sports, and movie reviews. So this is Indo-American News Radio Program, and here we are with Jawahar and Pramod, and I'm Sanchali. And I've got a 30-second thing on uh, my, my soapbox, which we will continue towards the end of the show. Okay. But right now, it's about hunt, uh, permitless handgun carry bill, oh, yeah. which, which is slowly being passed through the Texas uh, legislature. Uh, the bill that, was, uh, that has been modified and, and put forward is by Senator Charles Schwertner, who's a Republican of Georgetown, which is just north of Austin, and you think that it's a liberal area, but it's not for him, at least. He asserted that more people carrying guns in Texas will make everyone safer. My belief as the author of this bill is that individuals carrying that are lawfully doing so in self-defense make our society safer and as such make our community safer and help the law enforcement in general, he said during more than six hours of questioning and debate. Um, and uh, to counter that, which is an unbelievable assertion, uh, is that uh, the um, Rondot Hart, a gun safety activist and the mother of a student killed in Santa Fe High School in 2018, uh, at a news conference on Wednesday, she went back and said, uh, we've had El Paso and, and Walmart, we've had Midland Odessa, we've had so many mass shootings, you can't even keep track of it. So I would like to specifically call them out for the outrage right lies. It's very interesting in just two or three years how they promise one thing and they've completely turned their tails and gone the other way. And I hear Governor Abbott is actually going to sign the bills. So right. We'll see Here we go happens. for the commercial break, folks. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramon. Indo-American Indo News Radio. Man, I'm tired of the same old negative news. Shooting, accidents, police. Koi kaam ki cheez nahi hai. Hey, I found an interesting show on radio. Lots of positive news and fun topics. Desi News Radio. Aisa bhi kuch hai kya? Yes, Indo-American News Radio. Current topics, back-to-back -back interviews, movie reviews, and the hosts are so interesting. Same guys from Indo-American Newspaper. You know, it's been around for 40 years. Oh yeah, I pick up a free copy every week from the store. And they play some cool songs every Saturday, 4 to 6, on Masala 98.7. You can also listen to the show on the Masala Radio app. They've got podcasts on Apple and Spotify. Indo-American News Radio. Advertising and sponsorships. 713-789-6397. Email indoamericannews at yahoo.com. Website indoamerican-news.com. 
This pandemic has changed millions of lives in Houston, impacting some communities more than others. But we can protect ourselves and prevent the spread of COVID-19 because we're better together by masking up and practicing social distancing. Take your best shot and get vaccinated when it's available. Contact your health care provider or visit HoustonHealth.org for more details. Willie Nanayakra and Associates Attorneys and Counselors at Law specializes in immigration over 35 years of experience. New reforms are coming to the old immigration system. Now is the time to get all your immigration questions answered. Attorney George Willie offers free initial one-on-one consultation every Thursday, 10 a.m. on Masala Radio 98.7 FM. Willie Nanayakra and Associates Attorney, 14141 Southwest Freeway. Visit gwrpc.com call 281-265-2522 after successful completion of their ramadan buffet dodarya restaurant now invites you to their grand eid buffet on may 13th and 14th with more than 40 items on their menu only for 24.99 for adults and 12.99 for kids enjoy your meal with soothing live music buffet is available for lunch and dinner dodarya restaurant to reserve your slot call 3464092237 14639beachnut dodaryarestaurant.com AV Diamonds, manufacturer of fine diamond jewelry, is now hiring. Positions open. Billing Associates, Territory Road Sales Executive, Sales Support Coordinator, and Assistant Account Manager. Send resumes to hr at avdiamonds.com. AV Diamonds, the ultimate bridal source. The only South Asian news radio in Texas. Indo American News Radio. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Our studio number 281 277 6874. Hi, guys. We are back this uh, now with our first guest for the afternoon. It's Simi Juggy. Hi, Simi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great, great. So good to have you with us. So uh, I, for those who, who don't know Simi, and I can't imagine that people who are in the real estate business don't know her. She's so well known. She's been in the business for uh, donkey's years, and that's a very, very long time, Simi. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. the, Simi is an executive vice president at JLL, James Lang LaSalle which is the largest real estate commercial, or rather commercial real estate company in the world. If, am I right? Yeah, that's right. We're the um, second largest brokerage firm in um, really the world. Right. And Simi uh, leads the, the Land Advisory Services Division in Houston and is recognized that, uh, recognizes that land is the integral piece of the equation that affects all businesses. Uh, her ability to visualize the full potential of a tract of land and how it impacts a transaction has become her career focus. She joined uh, JLL in 2014. Uh, prior to that, I believe you, would, you were with the CBRE for 22 years, uh, where you uh, successfully closed more than $970 million in sales, wow, throughout the greater Houston area. Um, in addition, SEMI leads the uh, national... Uh, retail land practice where she assists brokers and clients with analysis and strategy to monetize assets to their fullest potential. That's a lot of powerful anal- analysis and so on. Sami, welcome to the show. 
No, well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, of course, of course. We, uh, I've been meaning to 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 get hooked up with you in one way or the other for a very long time. Uh, for those who are not familiar with Sami, her family has been here. One of the earliest settlers in the area, Mr. R.K. Juggy and their family that, who live in Clear Lake. And Sami's brother, Naveen Juggy, also happens to be a JLL, right? Yes, that's right. He's actually the president for the retail division uh, for the entire company uh, nationally and wow. internationally. Actually. Yeah, right. We had him on the show uh, maybe a, a couple of months, two or three months ago. And um, uh, so between the two of you, how does that feel to have, you know, do, you, do, the, do your paths cross uh, at all in the company? Well, so just so everyone knows officially, he's not my boss. Correct. I think that's the first thing that everyone <laughs> Get that out of the way first. <laughs> let's just, yes, let's get that out of the way. Right. Uh, no, all, all joking aside, it's actually great to have my brother at the same company because we can strategize together and we can bounce ideas off each other. And it really boils down to really a business support relationship. And, uh, you know, who wouldn't want that? Right. You were both at CBRE together, too. Yes, that's right. So I actually started in brokerage right out of college. Uh-huh. And um, I guess it was about about 18 years in, uh-huh. I told Naveen, hey, you need to come and join me. Uh-huh. Uh, it's in our blood, and you would obviously be great at it. And, you know, he's stubborn, like all brothers. <laughs> it took him a while uh, for him to... Um, you know, kind of adopt the idea, but he eventually came over to CB and obviously did extremely well. And then we both moved to JLL around six years ago, and it was just for a different and better opportunity to lead. Uh, and that's, that's what uh, got us to go over to JLL. JLL is 100% a growth company, and that was very attractive to us to be on that kind of the forefront of that growth. Right. I, I dealt with the uh, uh, the Wooten part of JLL many, many years ago when I was in Hong Kong. It used to be James Lang Wooten, right? Or was it Wooten LaSalle? Yes, I'm not that's sure. right. Yeah. No, that's exactly what happened. And so you, you've had more real-life experience than actually I have, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's, that is exactly what happened, is we wanted an international presence, and so they merged with um, Wooten in the in the in Europe. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it's a British company. So um, what does it mean that uh, the real estate advisory, land advisory services, what, that you go around telling people what you, they can use the land for? Uh, basically, that's right. So it, there's sometimes people think you just hang a sign and then you receive a phone call uh, and hope that there's a match. And obviously, it's far more than that. Mm-hmm. So when we take on an assignment, we look at the highest and best use for the property, and we mirror that to the current market conditions. We look at historical data, and then we also make predictions for the future based on what the economy is doing. And so it's a deep analysis. I see. Does it have anything to do with what is already in that area? Absolutely. So if you have attractive land, um, and depending on the size, we're going to look 
at a void. We're going to actually do a void analysis, and mm-hmm. the void analysis is going to tell us what is there and then what is not there. Uh-huh. And then from that point, we're going to make our plan of attack when it comes to marketing that tract. You know, I remember seeing a sign with your name on it uh, at the corner of Fondren and uh, Harbin, somewhere around there. There was a big tract of land out there. It said, call Simi Juggy if you want to know more about this. And and uh, there, at that point, um, well, the, the whole Harbin area is a lot of warehouses and import businesses and so on, wholesale businesses. And uh, so uh, I don't know if you recall that, that, that spot, but then they, they ended up putting another set of, um, you know, wholesale office warehouse type buildings. So I That's get- right. And, and oftentimes when you look at an area, uh, that's exactly uh, what you're going to see is that whatever is there and that's been successful, mm-hmm. um, that that kind of breeds, you know, that idea for somebody else to come in and do a similar development. But they're going to actually take a look at current rents and mm-hmm. current absorption and then current occupancies. So, uh, are, so you, are, are you involved in commercial work mostly, or uh, is it high-rise? or It's all commercial, uh, and, it's, and it's primarily land. Uh-huh. And it's really two spaces that are really included in that. It's going to be the urban corridor, which is obviously anything that's inside the loop or near the loop, which is the 610 loop. Uh-huh. But actually, I think that's even changed now. And so much of our urban areas have, have, have even grown to the Beltway 8. So I think our urban core is going to be redefined, and it's going to be anything inside Beltway 8. So you could have a heavy... Uh, Jimmy, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, what do you think is um, um, the economy, uh, especially the real estate economy, is it coming out of the pandemic? Yeah. So let's talk a minute about the pandemic and the impact that it had on land. Right. So land, everything starts with land. Mm-hmm. You know, what, whether it's a a house, a gas station, a multifamily, Galleria Mall, high-rise office, you name it, it starts with land. Yeah. So then you have to break down the categories, as as I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the biggest hit was, was retail. Right. Because we were, uh, you know, summoned to stay inside for, for safety reasons. So that obviously Im- impacted the foot traffic in restaurants and in all retail establishments uh-huh. because safety was at the forefront. Right. And if you look at the category that actually improved the greatest based on demand, it would it, it is industrial. Oh, okay. So if you think about what's most important right now, that the, the pandemic really accelerated the need to get products to the consumer quickly. Like the Amazon distribution centers? Absolutely. Like everybody. Uh Favor, groceries, curbside pickup, delivering to your front door. But that way, you know, safety was still at the forefront. And so people remained inside. Um, Another thing, another category that was really strong during the pandemic was anything that was home improvement. Right. So it, it seems like after we sat in our homes for a few months, we got tired of our furniture. <laughs> so furniture yeah. 
Yeah, furniture sales have been very high. Uh-huh. Uh, people moved homes. We had an influx of people and buyers for homes that came from other states. Um, I think that California, we had a lot of incoming population from California when their state was shut down and they were unable to uh, go anywhere. You know, we, we uh, for Texas, were actually pretty lucky because our essential businesses were still open. And then the damn freeze happened and it just froze everything. Simi, so say right. for instance, I mean, you uh, for long. say for instance, a strip mall has closed down because, you know, retail outlets are not doing well. Would you be like acquiring that entire strip mall and then redoing it and se- reselling it at its land value? Or how does that work? Repurposing. Well, I think that that only works when you're in an urban setting. So you, you can look at the urban area. And, like, I, I completed the sale several years ago where the River Oaks District now sits, which is on Westheimer between the Galleria and Highland Village. That used to be Andro Airport. It used to be West Creek Apartments. Oh. Prime real estate. It's prime, prime real estate yes. right inside the 610 loop on Westheimer down from the Galleria. Oh, oh okay. I got my... Yeah, so let's take that for example. Uh-huh. So what happens in the urban corridor is the current, that was a 1970s apartment project that was sitting on that property. Right. And you can see by looking around the area that a lot of vertical developments have gone up. Right. So that is no longer the highest and best use for the property. And so we were actually really lucky. We got a developer from... California to come in and build a project that the city of Houston hadn't really seen prior to that. They did this very cool mixed-use project. So that's a little bit different because it's obviously going to warrant going vertical and doing something really cool and different. If you're talking about a suburban shopping center, you're going to want to repurpose it. You might update it, you know, depending on the condition it's in. But it's most likely not going to get torn down and be something different. Simi, I'm looking at all your uh, affiliations and your achievements. And you've won the Women Who Mean Business uh, Houston Business Journal Award, Top Gun Designation, Heavy Hitter Houston Business Journal. And you've reached to the managing director level at a concern like JLL. So tell us a little more. How was your experience? How did you, you know... Uh, like go through the uh, steps and how did you achieve this level? It must have been a difficult journey, right? I'll tell you, it's, it's in your blood. You know, when something's in your blood and when you like it, then it's really not work. Yeah. You know, you're just, you're going, you're doing what you love to do. Right. Right. So I'm extremely passionate about it. Uh-huh. And I got really lucky because I chose a career that I really, really like. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's... Uh, and and this, then, you know, obviously I invested the time, I studied, I made sure my clients were taken care of because this is a business built on reputation. Tell me something. I'm going to ask something very frivolous over here, but uh, we can do that just before we go to our commercial break. What about Juggy Lane? What do I need to... Um, 
Half Jackie Lane somewhere instead of you know what? Hey, I think you just ha- gave me a great idea. I'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there had a question. There is. Uh, yeah, Demi. Uh, uh, you know, you talked about the West Creek apartment and conversion of that to uh, commercial businesses. Is that considered gentrification? Um. Sure, in a way it is. I mean, I think when people talk about gentrification, they're talking about an area that might be industrial in nature Uh or might be, um, you know, mixed use in nature where the homes and the developments start to really just bleed outward. And and you see an area that's actually with older structures, you know, being torn down and being rebuilt. But I would state that that would be on a more larger scale. I mean, right now, in that type of location, there are still some older projects. And people, if they're lucky, you know, can get a hold of them and then build something new. But when you're talking about gentrification, you're talking about really taking a pretty substantial area. Right, and changing the whole uh, complex, uh, like the third ward or the fourth ward, fifth ward. Yeah, sometimes yeah, it would be like changing the whole quadrant. That could lead to displacement of people who are, um, you know, low income. Yeah, and it's that's what the whole gentrification process is all about, uh, folks. We've been we're talking to Simi Juggy, uh, who is the um, executive vice president of retail. Uh, 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 the land services, uh, land advisory services at JLL. Um, she will be talking to us a little bit more. We're going to be going to a commercial break in about uh, 40 or 50 seconds, and then we'll, we will ask her more about what it means to be a person who's got such a, a front row seat about how development is going on in, in Houston. Uh, for example, bringing in people from California uh, who might want to develop over here, getting to know the folks who have this kind of uh, the, the the money to to invest. So uh, don't go away. We will be back with her and and uh, Simi. I'm not putting you on on the spot, am I? No, not at all. Okay. All right. Cool. So this is uh, Indo-American News Radio, uh, and uh, we will be back after these messages. Uh, if you have anything that you want to ask uh, Simi, you could always text uh, me at 713-962-5555, and we will be back, folks, so don't go away. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Prabhon. Indo-American News Radio. Maharaja Jewelers wishes all mothers a very happy Mother's Day. Shop beautiful designs for Mother's Day. Everything from delicate earrings to glamorous sets. Maharaja Jewelers, bringing diamonds to life. 5821 Hillcroft, 713-784-5673. 
Man, I'm tired of the same old negative news. Shooting, accidents, police. कोई काम की चीज नहीं है. Hey, I found an interesting show on radio. Lots of positive news and fun topics. देसी news radio. ऐसा भी कुछ है क्या? Yes, Indo-American news radio. Current topics, back-to-back interviews, movie reviews, and the hosts are so interesting. Same guys from Indo-American newspaper. You know, it's been around for forty years. Oh yeah, I pick up a free copy every week from the store. And they play some cool songs every Saturday, four to six, on Masala. 98.7. You can also listen to the show on the Masala Radio app. They've got podcasts on Apple and Spotify. Indo American News Radio. Advertising and sponsorships. Seven one three seven eight nine six three nine seven. Email Indo American News at yahoo dot com. Website Indo American dash news dot com. This pandemic has changed millions of lives in Houston, impacting some communities more than others. But we can protect ourselves and prevent the spread of COVID-19 because we're better together by masking up and practicing social distancing. Take your best shot and get vaccinated when it's available. Contact your healthcare provider or visit houstonhealth.org for more details. Come relax in our indoor pool or host your event in our ballroom. Perfect for weddings, receptions, and sangeet. State-of-the-art ballrooms, in-house South Asian and continental cuisines. Outside catering is allowed. Two locations: Energy Corridor and KT. To see our hotel or for ballroom bookings, call Sabrina Garcia two eight one three one zero three two five zero. Embassy Suites raising the bar. Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala retail outlet at factory location 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala 100% homemade spices, attas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. chandrikamasala.com. 713-789-3088. The only South Asian news radio in Texas. Indo American News Radio. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Our studio number: two eight one two seven seven six eight seven four. Okay, everybody, we're back again with Simi Jaggi. And Simi, I had posed the question to you: Does your work involve bringing in a lot of developers from, like, California and stuff to help develop uh, the region? Um, you know what? It, it actually not, not only from California, but really from from everywhere. Uh-huh. I think the thing to know about Houston, um, and you know, twenty years ago and prior, this wasn't the case. But we've really become a global uh, presence, if you will. Uh-huh. And you know, we are the fourth largest city, soon to be the third largest city. So tell me, so where have, are most of the people coming from when you say internationally? Oh, they're they're coming from. We've got people coming from India. We've got people coming and investing from China, from uh, Europe. Uh huh. I, I mean, really, from everywhere and from all over the United States. I see. Because we're such a global presence. I see. And and one more thing, you mentioned earlier on that the core of the city is now all the way out to the Beltway, to the limits of the Beltway. Does that mean now there is a tiering phenomenon going on the, inside the loop? Is is more of a denser core and therefore more valuable than outside the the loop into the Beltway? 
yeah, and when we've seen that, and that has led to the gentrification that we t- spoke about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you just look at, I live in West University, for example, uh-huh. and if you look at the increase of the home values just from the time that I've lived there and then prior to that, it's staggering. Really? You know, I don't know of a young couple that can graduate from college and get really good jobs and can live there, so they're going to Heights and Oak Forest and Briar Grove and, and those types of areas. Right, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so to me, it seems like from the uh, you know name of your company, and you said you're the second largest uh, real estate broker in the world. Do you all just um, cater to like high end clients, or you know, uh, like poorer clients? Would, uh, <laughs> you uh, do even stand a chance working with you? No, we um, cater to all clients. Uh, there is. No, no client that we won't help because what we're doing is we're helping with real estate and we're real estate experts. So it's irregardless of the client, um, that's our job is to help the client, uh, you know, with any, with the real estate they have. Now, if you look at the industries, most of the high rise office buildings, for example, are owned by larger corporations. So for that reason, that might be their client base, but, there's no no limit on who will we work with. So does does JLL take a equity position in whatever projects they develop, kind of like Skanska does? No, no. I mean, Skanska is a, a constructor, a developer, right? And an owner and a developer. We are a brokerage company. Uh-huh. We have several different business lines, um, so we're able to do all things real estate related. That's appraisals, um, we have portfolio services, dispositions, acquisitions, we uh-huh. have a medical group that's, you know, experts in the medical industry, uh-huh. so we have a lot of different business lines, but we are brokers, we're not owners. I have another uh, kind of uh, interesting question you would say, with the Houston uh, flooding zone, and with Houston having like the maximum flooding in the last, you know, probably 10, 20 years, um, does that affect your line of business at all? It absolutely affects a developer's um, business, and it, it affects what you can build on each and every parcel. So it, it's up to the developer to get with the appropriate team and have a good solid team <laughs> together. So they make sure they make those adjustments for their site plans and their projects. I see. In in terms of detention and retention uh, facilities. Absolutely. uh, It it has just changed, actually, just a few months ago. So all developers are kind of jumping through hoops and making those adjustments because some of them were kind of caught midway on projects. Uh, But it's something that has to be considered because we – you know, obviously, we need to be safe and not be flooding. Right. Uh, in fact, there was uh, an article just recently in the paper. That there's a, one developer who's actually building a multi-purpose building, and he's got a, a, a basement that's 20 feet deep and maybe one football field uh, wide and long just to hold the detention water in subterranean uh, areas because he doesn't have any other space to put it. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people detain underground. 
that's absolutely an option um, when it comes to detention. Right, I see. It's a more you mean because of uh, the commercial uh, real estate, uh, you know, a lot of people are working from home, and that trend is likely to continue. So do you see any need for commercial office real estate to be repurposed to other uses? So, let, yeah, let's talk about that for a, a minute. Um, I do think that we have learned how to work from home, but let's face it, when it comes to sales and it comes to real estate, you still have to touch it and feel it. Right. It's a, it's a uh, labor of site plans and aerials and, and driving, and there's a lot of things that you can't get sent to your front door. Right. You know, all of the services. So even though I do think that it's been impacted, and I do think that there are certain departments that might not have to come back to work, so there might be a decrease, but I don't think it's going to be eliminated as a whole. Right. I think it right. will be adjustments made. Right. There will be a decrease, that's for sure. Yeah, and if you look at a lot, so let's look at the office space for just a minute. The Class A office, the new construction that is on the ground today, it is leased, and it is being leased. The product that is having more of a challenge is the older product because tenants want new product. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, folks, we're talking to Simi Juggy. Uh, if you haven't figured it out right now, uh, she's an expert in how to help you uh, put some a, a, a some real estate on a parcel of land. She's with JLL. And, Jimmy, is it okay to give your number out, your office number? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or my email. Um, Please go ahead. So my email is simmy.jaggy at am.jll.com. And the phone number, in case they want to call you? Is 713-888-4098. Right. She's with James Lang LaSalle which is the second largest real estate company, or brokerage company, rather, in the world. And um, she has a wealth of knowledge in this business. So if you want to figure out what to do with a parcel of land that you just might be happy to sit on, rather than doing uh, uh, Makar Sankranti on there, <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can actually do something else. Simi, thank you so, so much for calling in and talking to us and educating us on, on what's going on in the greater Houston area in terms of Oh, land. absolutely. Happy to do it. No, and, and thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Happy Mother's Day, Simi. Enjoy. Thank you. And happy Asian American yeah. Pacific Islanders Month. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's, that's right. Lots deal. to celebrate. Yeah, too much. Well, all the best to you, Simi, and we'll be yeah. uh, joining up with our next guests very shortly. Thank you very much, Simi. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Thank okay. you. So we're going to go on to, I think maybe a, I have a cut of music here that I want to play. But uh, we already have our next guest here, right? Yeah. Wallace in person, Harinda Dargan and his son Aditya. We're Why so, don't you uh, introduce so them to, while I'm We're so glad to have you here, Dharmendar Ji, really. So he, uh, Dharminder Dargan, is a technologist. He works in the power industry, in cybersecurity compliance area. 
He's an engineer by training and volunteers his time for many different organizations. He has run for the KD uh, City Council. He is the founder and uh, brain uh, uh, behind uh, HinduViva.com. Now it's called HinduMixer.com. He and I have worked together on several different events where we have organized uh, speed dating services for uh, eligible bachelors, Hindu bachelors and bachelorettes, and they've all been very successful. So we are glad to have him and Aditya on our show today. And now Jawahar is going to have some music for us. We'll go to a commercial break and we'll be right back with Dharminder and... Welcome back, everyone. We are very happy to have with us Mr. Dharminder Dargan and his son Aditya Dargan to tell us all about cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, so on and so forth. Welcome to our show, Aditya. Thank and you, thank Harindarji. you. So I'll start with what is Bitcoin? Well, who started it and why? You make it sound like it's a nursery rhyme, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the point, Jawahar. We only have 20 minutes and he has a lot to cover. So what is what is a blockchain? That's where... No, I already from. asked him a question. About the... about the. What is a Bitcoin and who yeah. started it and why? So, so thank you. Thank you for inviting me over here for, for this uh, good discussion. So Bitcoin is actually getting into the news quite a bit. So Bitcoin, uh, if you go back to the history of it, maybe in 2008, 2009, when the uh, financial crisis was happening, a uh, few people actually got together and most probably they drummed up this uh, this mechanism where there is no dependence on the bank system, banking system. And in 2009, when the actual thing started to, you know, when many banks were failing, uh, it was a very appropriate time to launch the Bitcoin. So it it was launched as a, co a concept by Satoshi. And this, there, there is no guy, actually. There's no person like Satoshi over there. There's no name. And there, so, so, there, so there's, a, there's a name, but there is no person over there. There's no person where we can say, okay, this, is, this was a Satoshi guy. But he started with the white paper. That white paper became a accepted... People started to actually, and the Bitcoin was formed. Bitcoin was as a digital currency was formed, and in 2012 or 2011, actually the federal regulations uh, they started to recognize this as a currency, and that's why you know when you have a transaction, for example, Jawaharji and and I have to make you know change some money. I have to take his check, or he has to check my check, and the check has to go through the bank, and the bank will give. Uh, my money to him or his money to me, whatever is the case. Uh, but in this one, I can actually do the direct transaction without getting a bank involved. So this is a digital currency. So this was a if this was an innovative concept at that time. Although it started many many years ago, but now it was it has a cryptography. Uh, it has a lot of blockchain involved, and now this has become a currency. So. Uh... <coughs> That's where I was getting at. What does blockchain mean? Okay, so think about this like when blockchain is, blockchain is the underlying piping of this whole digital economy. Mm -hmm. So blockchain is a ledger. Mm -hmm. It's an open ledger. 
so it means every transaction is open to everybody everybody could see what exactly is being written so for example if four of us are here aditya sanchali jawarji and myself uh, and we are trying to exchange money and write everybody has a right to uh, add a line to that ledger but at the same time the person who's sending and the person who's receiving has to agree on the transaction to happen to build up the trust trust relationship so this is an open trust environment it means that nobody could deny the fact that this transaction has happened and it avoids any double spending double spending is the one which is banks do that you know they take money from here and there and then the money the pool of the money becomes the fungible uh, portion of it so you cannot actually but in this uh, scenario you actually know from where the transaction is happening what is the amount and there is a finite amount of bitcoins so are you saying that somebody's spreadsheet uh, could be seen uh, it's it's made visible to to everybody who's on that chain correct so you have a chain mechanism which is constantly being updated and rehashed uh, so that every transaction from from the very beginning of the bitcoin from the to what it is right now which is approximately 18 million bitcoins have been mined um they have been uh, recorded in this and it, and anybody could actually go in and see uh what exactly is that transaction all about is yeah dharminder i have a question sure uh, uh yes yeah, so this bitcoin uh, how do you uh, buy it and uh, uh, you know a lot of power is spent in uh, related to bitcoin can you explain what that uh, situation incurs so uh, you are asking me two questions first question is the, yeah. how do you buy it so now yeah. uh, so let me give you some idea about what is the extent of the buying you can get or now almost every digital platform has an option to buy and oh, more okay. and more standardized banking are actually buying that thing in their core portfolio for example you can buy from bians you have a coinbase uh, which is a special uh, and there are hundreds of other small areas where you can actually go and buy these bitcoins and wow. now you have square app you have a cash app aditya uh, you want to add something how many other apps you know yeah so there's a there's different ways you can buy the bitcoin so like uh it was that was being mentioned so you have like coinbase coinbase pro you can use the square cash app um the main thing to keep in mind you is you can use robinhood yeah you can use robinhood you can the main thing to keep in mind is that the fees that these places charge so for example if you use cash app it's actually more expensive to buy bitcoin there um if you use robinhood for example you don't actually own the coin that you have like you buy from them so it's you have to do a little bit of research, research to make sure research and be careful where you buy from exactly. where you buy from what what is what, uh, what do so you have the, a wallet the, dharminder uh, mm-hmm. uh, i got to stop you right there people uh, the, a listener just called in and mm-hmm. they're not clear on the concept when you uh, do you want to clarify a little bit more how uh, when you say there's so many ledgers out there so if there are a million people mm-hmm. that are involved in this uh, uh, in 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 uh, 18 million bitcoins or whatever is well then there. no but if if there's that would mean there would be one ledger shared by 18 million people okay so bitcoin runs on a distributed network right so it's a network so because it is not owned by a bank 
because it is not owned by an entity there are currently when i left uh, my house and i was looking at how many active nodes are there there are approximately 100000 active nodes uh just for the bitcoin i'm uh, not talking about active nodes means the people who maintain the ledger okay so, so 100000 nodes and there are maybe 100000 more who are listening node who are just doing this thing as a validation so when you say nodes that would be a person that would be a pool of computers which are actually mining this thing and rehashing and they are maintaining this ledger up to date so there is no this so if one person one node fail uh, there are 999999 which are going to make the correction to this ledger i'm not totally so understanding the concept yeah so it is a it's a peer to peer system just so imagine that thing that when 1990s when we had internet so internet piping was being made people were getting connected to each other email was starting to flow and suddenly when we had a company called yahoo came up yahoo become a shop so a, a so you have a blockchain technology which is being built up all around this uh, concept new concept and there is one bitcoin but they are not just bitcoins now at this time um, till yesterday there were around 900 plus uh, tokens and coins which are available for you to purchase where so, do you, where do you purchase them so you he, can we just covered it so you can go to an app you know any other bank any other like coinbase is the biggest ipo which happened like 2 uh, weeks ago of or 3 weeks ago maybe and they actually um, they sell and you they you can create an account you can transfer your money you can buy and sell is it kind of like it's 24 by hour 20 sorry it's 24 hours stocks where it, uh, you know increases exactly. in value it goes down in value that's what i'm understanding yes so it is exactly like that okay so every coin bitcoin is one coin bitcoin everybody says crypto is bitcoin partially correct but partially it's not giving you the complete picture yeah so yeah. there are hun- hundreds of other coins it's all cryptocurrency they are all no they are currencies and they are tokens and then they are fungible non fungible assets so those are all using the same type of technology so everything is available. for example now there's a payment network which is cardano is being used and cardano was is is going to be be used uh, for the payment method so any payments which is going to happen will use that kind of that basics basic structure and you'll in couple of years you are going to see products which are going to be based on these crypto technologies so you you envision the future where if i wanted to buy something from amazon that cost me 100 bucks you can still yeah i can use one of my bitcoins that i have and say hey i'm going to transfer over to you 1/10 of one bitcoin yeah and i'll buy it that way yes correct that's correct and then there's no there's no border basically because it's sort of decent like for example jp morgan bank of america or any other american bank us bank they follow the us regulation cftc regulations right, right. so so but they don't this follow one has no regulation but then there's a clear they have their they have federal regulation but overall structure wise nobody is one person controlling it so basically if i did it using bitcoins then the federal government or the state governments would be out of sales tax though you you can collect sales tax i think sales tax in is a is a portion of the percentage of the sales what you do correct so that will still exist 
the only difference is how would you calculate it on a bitcoin so if your sales tax sales tax is 8.25 percent so that you still have reliable to pay but at this at, but the currency is different the currency is a bitcoin now that's it that's so why should one invest uh, in a, cryptocurrency uh, why should you invest it's basically it's a new way of working with the digital platform it means now um, not many people may know that china has launched their own crypto because they want yes, they don't they want do. they have yeah. they have so so they don't want us dollar to be the, uh, the de facto dominant uh, currency. dominant currency say so four weeks ago rmb is one of the chinese um, currency or the crypto they have launched Mm. Yeah, and promote. You had you had something promote. Of, yeah, because of uh, uh, the banks are not involved. Uh, isn't a, a Bitcoin being used for drug transactions and illegal transactions? It is a. I, I think I think that that's a, that has been a major concern. Now the Bitcoin has you know is sixty thousand now one Bitcoin, but. Uh -huh. um, uh, I, I I don't know that is the reason. Bitcoin is not the reason. Bitcoin just makes that thing easier. So you want to do, uh, you know, buy something else like oil or any other commodity. Uh, I think just it makes the things very easier. That is not the the reason. But, uh, yeah. You know, um, these transactions could be hidden from the government. Yeah, there doesn't actually, leave a money trail is what No, actually the, it, it's other yeah. way. Actually, every transaction in the Bitcoin ledger, in the blockchain uh -huh. ledger, is actually visible to almost everybody. There is an audit trail, okay. Oh, so okay. it actually is open to everybody. It's okay. it's uh, on the easier, stake basis. It's easier to It's easier to actually access. it's much easier. Mm -hmm. The only thing is the regulation have to catch up with that kind of uh, uh technology Drug to understand this all. one. So so there is a fingerprint that's left wherever you go. You can actually see the transaction. You can actually see how many if you know my handle, if you know the details and I'm ready to uh, you know, share that thing, then you could actually go back and see when did I buy it, what coin, at what given price, at what time. What is the name of another currency? Oh, you can, you, you right now we have like hundreds, like the, the uh, Bitcoin is the, the, the main one, then you have Ethereum, you have Tether, you have, I did tell you on the Polkadot, uh, which coin, is the main. Ethereum. All, yeah. uh, Ripple, XRP, um, uh, Cardano I mentioned, there are 900 of those. Wow. Right. How about that? So, Folks, we're learning so much about uh, this cryptocurrency, Bitcoin and NFTs. Well, we haven't touched on NFTs. I think it's more confusing than... Yeah, I'm still very, because, very confused. I'm not sure how I'm going to go about doing this, and I'm sure a lot of other <laughs> listeners are too. Right. We've only got yeah. a, about 50 seconds left. What would you say? Uh, I, I would say, like, like, I think a question came up was, like, why would you want to invest in this? I look at it from, let's look at the U.S. dollar, um, not many people know this, but 30% of all the currency in, in, you know, being used everywhere was printed in the last year. So you can wow. see, you can see the, 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 what the issue with that is with Thank Bitcoin, it's, there's only 21, 21 million coins that will ever be there. Right. So you can well, already folks, see the supply and demand. 
Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, Before you go, uh, today we, is a we, 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 yeah. Today is a big day for Dogecoin. So watch the news. U.S. news, world news, movie reviews, and local community roundup every Saturday, four to six p.m. on Masala ninety-eight point seven FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali, and I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. This pandemic has changed millions of lives in Houston, impacting some communities more than others. But we can protect ourselves and prevent the spread of COVID-19 because we're better together by masking up and practicing social distancing. Take your best shot and get vaccinated when it's available. Contact your health care provider or visit HoustonHealth.org for more details. One thing everyone wants is to own their own home. Prosperity Bank wants to see you in your home, even if you think you could never afford it. How? With their Hop Mortgage, 100% financing up to a $250,000 loan amount. Refinancing is allowed. Bankers who work with you, one eight four four U Hop. That's one eight four four Y O U H O P P. Prosperity Bank. NMLS four six six four one four. Loan subject to eligibility restrictions and credit requirements. Offered in designated Texas markets. 100% financing based on lesser of purchase price or appraised value. Subject to change. Equal if there is anything better than buying your own home, then it's buying it at ease. At Loan Factory, get your rate with just a few clicks. And what if I tell you that you can buy your home without any income or employment checks? We provide loans for non-U.S. citizens. Get the most competitive rates. You want your home? Loan Factory will help you get it. LoanFactory.com. 832-990-9999. Man, I'm tired of the same old negative news. Shooting, accidents, police. Koi kaam ki cheez nahi hai. Hey, I found an interesting show on radio. Lots of positive news and fun topics. Desi News Radio. Aisa bhi kuch hai kya? Yes, Indo-American News Radio. Current topics, back-to-back interviews, movie reviews, and the hosts are so interesting. Same guys from Indo-American Newspaper. You know, it's been around for 40 years. Oh yeah, I pick up a free copy every week from the store. And they play some cool songs every Saturday, 4 to 6, on Masala Night. 98.7. You can also listen to the show on the Masala Radio app. They've got podcasts on Apple and Spotify. Indo-American News Radio. Advertising and sponsorships. 713-789-6397. Email indoamericannews at yahoo.com. Website indoamerican-news.com. The only South Asian news radio in Texas. Indo-American News Radio. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Our studio number, 281-277-6874. Welcome back, everyone. So we were listening to Dharminder and Aditya Dargan, all about cryptocurrency, bitcoins, and more. Most of it is like going all over our heads. So we are still trying to get a grasp over the subject matter. You can maybe enlighten us a little bit more, as you can see how confused we are. So, the mic is yours. Take it away. Oh. Sure. So. so- Aditya had just started telling us as to why we should be investing. So this is yeah. So I think when it comes to the investment, uh, it's it's just an alternative assets. Like when you, because majority of your assets are basically in dollar terms. Uh, the other asset which you actually could be um, thinking about is gold as uh, inflation comes in. 
people are seeing um, uh, crypto mm-hmm. as a possible asset to curb the inflation because of the high volatility and the correlation between U.S. dollar is not Whenever there. we invest, we talk about returns. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit, like what kind of returns can we accept, expect and is there a preference of which cryptocurrency to buy? I don't know. I'm, I, this is like for for me. This is not a commercial thing right now. Okay. It we and still. I think crypto world itself is a uh, is still being uh, you know built right now. We are still in the building phase. Uh, they are not. There are very few companies who are actually using it. Uh, what I know is uh, uh, many banks. So if you think about like Facebook, Facebook has its uh, what do, what is it called? Their own uh, Libra. Uh, Libra. Libra is one of their cryptocurrencies. So. Imagine that if you have a, a cryptocurrency managed by Facebook, uh, and uh, you have a, a, a you know almost two billion people on the Facebook, uh, be able to use and exchange money without any bank transaction, and Facebook's become, Facebook's pay, uh, is the is the stakeholder in this one, uh, the amount of money which it can make in that would be tremendous. Mm. Um, so I'm not saying just go go ahead and buy Facebook uh, stock. But I think a lot of these, JP Morgan, one of the biggest uh, big bank uh, in U.S., has launched uh, crypto and blockchain as the base for transaction between the banks. Dharmindaji, let me stop you right there. We have our next guest on uh, holding. So we will come back to you after 5.40. So please, if you can stay back for a little bit longer. So... Uh, we we have our next guest. I'm sorry, we had a little technical problem in trying to g- connect with him. Uh, and Pramod, do you want to introduce him? Sure. Uh, I'm, very, I'm very pleased to introduce Harsh Mahadeshwar. He's a scientist turned full-time filmmaker who traveled from Mumbai to Lubbock for his graduate studies at Texas Tech. And there he identified genomic signatures that vary between species of animals. And Harsh has worked at uh, major institutes such as the Harvard Medical, Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, MD, MD Cancer Center, and Baylor College of Medicine. But five years back, Harsh founded an entertainment platform called Dilki Bath. It's an Asian platform that focuses on story-based films. And Dilki Bath, which means, I guess, heart to, stories of the heart, it has gained an audience of 5 million followers spanning over multiple Facebook platforms. So uh, let's more he- hear more about Harsh from Harsh himself and about his uh, short films. Hey, welcome, Harsh. Uh, you gave me Thank a little you. heart attack. You, get, you would dissect. I was <laughs> dissecting my own little rhythms over here to see where you were. Thank you for having me. Sorry about the Right, right, yeah. So uh, I'm glad that we could finally connect with you. Um, so, Harsh, tell us more, as Pramod said. Uh, things are good so far. Like I, um, I, I was in. Um, I, I have been. I've been in science for like last twelve years, and then uh, I, I moved full time to, to filmmaking, and I'm I'm working with a with a marketing company, um, uh, uh, having doing video production. Uh, you know, making some commercials in Houston. Uh, Houston is of course not not LA, but we are doing our best to to create as much as uh, you know film production down here. So we're doing music videos, we are doing commercials, and uh, it, it's been it's been busy. So uh, I, I cannot complain about anything. So tell us a little bit more about Dilki Bath. 
Oh, Dil Ki Baat. Uh, Dil Ki Baat uh, is basically a concept I started uh, five years ago. I, uh, I started working... Uh, You're breaking up. Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Is it better now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. I, uh, I started making short films and I wanted the short films to be heard by people. Um, and that's why I launched the platform. And uh, I started the platform in Houston. And uh, then we started helping other filmmakers. And we started collaborating with them. And then uh, slowly we grew up to 100 followers. And then it grew up to followers all over. So, Where can we see these short films? You're breaking up again. Harsh, we cannot hear you. Hello? Hirsch? Her, uh, we've, we're going to change your name to Hush. You have hushed up, Hirsch? <laughs> oh, it's still, still a network problem? Yeah, yeah, now we can hear you again. You can hear me now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we have uh, all our short films on YouTube and Facebook. So uh, if you search for Dil Ki Ba on YouTube and Facebook, you, you would definitely find all our short films. Okay. So, Hirsch, how long have you been in Houston? Houston has been uh, 10 years now. I, I, yeah, I see, I see. So what? I think that's when I first met you. That was about 10 years ago. There was uh, uh, the cricket, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, the Oh, at the uh, George Brown. No, no, at, no, the, at the Minute at the, Maid Park. At Minute Maid Park. There was an exhibition cricket match right, at that time. Sachin Tendulkar oh, and Wasim yeah. Akram and all had come. Right, and, and you yeah. you and I, we both went and covered the, the stars, who, the cricket stars yeah. who were going to be doing that. Um, so, uh, now I've, I've seen, I've noticed, I've, I've followed your progression as it goes along and you've actually moved from science at, from MD yeah, Anderson hospital to, to, over from molecular biology all the way to movies. to dissecting people. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. What was your question again? What made you uh, move uh, from molecular biology to, uh, movies? Uh, so I've, I've been always excited about movies and, uh, you know, it's all about, about creation, right? Uh, you, I, I see filmmaking is nothing different than you know, science. The science behind the camera, there's still science behind how the light works. But you taught yourself, right? Connection is very poor. I don't think he can hear us or we cannot hear we him. We cannot hear him. Yeah. yeah. But he, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, you're, uh, yeah. you know, in and out, so it's like we you're, we cannot hear some of the so stuff. So, one, one of the movies that, the short movies, you made short films, one is called Ritual Curry. It's a life-changing mm-hmm. decision that makes uh, this actress this uh, mm-hmm. uh, question her beliefs. It's a short film, and it's on Dilki mm-hmm. Bhatt. So, it's at yep. com. Yeah, if you go to www.dilkibadofficial.com, that will take us to a YouTube channel. And uh, you could watch all our short films over there. How many short films have you made so so far, Harsh? We have made fifty short films so far. Wow! So yeah. this is your full time uh, work right now. Right, right now it is actually. Yeah, I mean, right now video production is the, the full time thing I'm doing. I'm also working with uh, with a marketing company, and uh, I'm doing video production for them. So uh, yeah, there is a there is a lot of. There's a lot of work going on. So, uh, Harsh uh, actually asked me to come in and stand in for a little role in one of his movies many years ago, right, Harsh? Remember? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you did. 
Yeah. Are, are you involved in the direction, the production, writing acting? How are you involved so with the movie? Writing, movies? direction, and production. I've, uh, I started. I started as a writer, but then I slowly set up the direction and production. I started investing in cameras. So. Uh, so yeah, you know every aspect of filmmaking. That's wonderful. That, that's exactly what you need to do because uh, it's uh, you know you have to learn everything in order to set. And actually, uh, Harsh also has taken a, <clears throat> a video of my mother, Mama, making uh, aloo ke parante. So, for because my mother loves to do cooking, and you know she's got recipes, and Harsh made a video clip of it. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, but but great. apart from you moved on many many degrees since that time, uh, Harsh. You now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess, in a way, you're a professional in at least in short films. Mm-hmm. What yeah, kind I of feedback are you getting about all the movies that you have on your website? Oh, uh, things have been good. I mean, we we try. We always try to create create movies which which uh, touch you know real life. So it's good to hear the feedback. Uh, Do you send any of these movies to any uh, film festivals or you know contests? Uh, we won uh, India Film Festival. Wow! Congratulations. Where? Where? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, this was in India. So this was uh, our short film won uh, the best film in India Film Festival. If you if you look up uh, India Film Festival, uh, uh, so we were the 2017 winner. Uh, it's called uh, the film was called First Drag, and uh, Arif. Uh, Arif oh Pai, yeah, uh, Arif my Pai. neighbor acted in the movie. Yeah. And Arif Mehman was in the movie. Yeah. I've seen that movie, uh, Harsh. Ar- the late yeah. Arif Mehman. Yeah, so young uh, Ishan is my neighbor. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that was the film we won in 2017. Then we uh, we won a Houston uh, 48 Hour Film Project. Uh, this was a film competition all over Houston. So we won that. Uh, we won uh, Indianapolis uh, Film Festival in um, 2019. Um, and... Uh, there was another competition we won. Uh, so, so we we and sending uh, films. So we won um, uh, one award at the uh, Houston World Film Festival. Um, so yeah, we, we we've been participating uh, in competitions from time to time. Very wow, this is very commendable. Actually, yeah. promote. Didn't we do a story on Hirsch just a couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks? Yeah, ago? I, yes, yes, we did. I think it spoke before that. Wild DP. Uh, yeah. That that was the connection, right? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then in the past, I think we've done a couple of stories on you, Hirsch, it's, uh What's in in the future for you now at this point? So I'm, I'm writing. Uh, I'm dialogue writing for a feature length right now. Uh, it's a Bollywood film and has a uh, A-listed actor. Uh, so it's, it's in work right now. So I'm uh, I've I've done my work and I've submitted my work. So that is done. Uh, I'm also writing a feature length, which is. Uh, which is currently under uh, pre-production. So, yeah, these are the things I have in the pipeline. Will you be moving to Bollywood, to Mumbai, to, (laughs) you know, for all your future projects, or will you still be continuing from here in the U.S.? No, definitely see, because I think there's enough going on over there, there's enough competition over there. Better to stay uh, here. To be honest, like, there are a lot of stories which are not told, you know, uh, there is a the South Asian diaspora over here still need to be explored and there are a lot of stories need to be told. So right. I would definitely love to stay here and tell stories here. Right. And and uh, you and your lovely wife, you became parents just last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, yeah that's, so that's that's also taking up. Uh, it must be a lot of fun raising it's uh, the little baby. Uh, oh yeah, it is. Right. So, folks, we're talking to Hirsch uh, Mahadeshwar, who is uh, not a. Uh, he's determined not to remain anonymous in the in the film industry. He's making his mark in the film industry, and very proud that he's doing it from Houston. Thank you. And that, uh, and he still continues to call Houston home, and and we're happy that he you're planning on staying here to move this forward. There's a lot of other talent here also that uh, uh, I am aware of that that are going in the movie business in one way or the other. Uh, and I think uh, I think uh, uh, you know the city needs to to encourage you to to in that direction and i love the part where he said the indian diaspora there are so many stories which are still untold and he would like to you know explore and capture those so yeah we are very very you know glad that you know you're yeah, thinking we, of doing yeah, you, work there's, on the lines there's a story about a struggling newspaper and a media <laughs> pro- <laughs> <laughs> say that again let's definitely talk about things uh, yeah. i'm always like our team is always open to hear, like uh, different stories and we all have our own struggles right um, i think we these stories need to be told so i think uh, you're always you know open to hear all, all these stories so if somebody suddenly pops up with a story and say ah i i want to be able to make it does, does is there a number somebody can call you at or an email Yes, yes. Uh, so on our website, www.dilkibar.com, uh, there is an email. Uh, you can reach us at. Once you email us, like, um, read your story or like, we'll get in touch with you and uh, there's definitely a way to, to, to get things going. Right, right. Well, great. The big budget, the Bollywood movie that you were going to work on next, you said... Um, can we get some ideas to what the what it's about the storyline i don't want you to tell the whole story for yeah, us yeah i think uh, the one the, the one i finished dialogue writing for um, it is still under work so I, i still have to keep it confidential it has a uh, it has a bollywood uh, in india i, I can i unfortunately cannot no problem we understand um, but uh, yeah the other feature length i so i'm i'm still i i finished writing one feature length and i'm I'm always in search of producers to work with. So if you know any producers, I would, I would always be happy to. Ultimately, you need funding. We right. all need funding to come to Houston so that we can make you know these big budget productions or even, you know, we we want to make films. So yeah. Well, Harsh, th- we we don't want to move out of Houston to LA or somewhere. We want the producers to come here. Right. right, and we don't want you to move out of LA. And yeah. and and actually, I think we have the financiers sitting right in front of us. <laughs> They've got bitcoins <laughs> sitting here that Most they can use. Most of your movies are in Hindi, English? In Hindi and English. The, the feature language which I've written right now, it's all in English. Okay. Um, it's uh, it's actually, uh, the feature language which I've written, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's a murder mystery. But uh, underlining the murder mystery, there is a, there is a uh, dark truth of you know uh, racism and other other aspects which are which are, which are going to be unwrapped in okay. the end right so it's a very it's a very complex um, subject which i've touched 
Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you I, so I very much. Thanks. I think we're running out of time. Uh, Harsh, so glad to have you with us. We're really thank proud you, of, you know, young entrepreneurs. And like thank you. you so much for calling in, Harsh. We, and you, hopefully we'll get be- a lot more news from you in the near future. Folks, uh, don't go away. We're going to be right back after these commercial messages. Thanks, Harsh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Maharaja Jewelers wishes all mothers a very happy Mother's Day. Manzil door or safar bahot hai, choti si zindagi or fikar bahot hai. Maar dalti ye dunya mujhe kabki, lekin meri maa ki duaon mein asar bahot hai. Shop beautiful designs for Mother's Day. Everything from delicate earrings to glamorous sets. Maharaja Jewelers, bringing diamonds to life. 5821 Hillcroft, 713-784-5673. At Discount Power, we believe in the power of value. We want to help you spend more time and money on what matters to you. Because that's what matters to us. Discount Power, helping you save on electricity. Visit DiscountPowerTX.com and sign up today. PUCT number 10177. ग्रोसरीशरीम Masala Radio 98.7 FM 24/7 Masala. We reach 250,000 people in the greater Houston area. We are proud to promote the best businesses in our community. To promote your brand or business on Masala Radio, call Rinku 281-277-6874 or email rinku@masalaradio.com. Man, I'm tired of the same old negative news. Shooting, accidents, police. कोई काम की चीज़ नहीं है. Hey, I found an interesting show on radio. Lots of positive news and fun topics. Desi News Radio. ऐसा भी कुछ है क्या? Yes, Indo-American News Radio. Current topics, back-to-back interviews, movie reviews, and the hosts are so interesting. Same guys from Indo-American newspaper. You know, it's been around for 40 years. Oh yeah, I pick up a free copy every week from the store. And they play some cool songs every Saturday, four to six, on Masala. 98.7. You can also listen to the show on the Masala Radio app. They've got podcasts on Apple and Spotify. Indo-American News Radio. Advertising and sponsorships. 713-789-6397. Email indoamericannews at yahoo.com. Website indoamerican-news.com. This pandemic has changed millions of lives in Houston, impacting some communities more than others. But we can protect ourselves and prevent the spread of COVID-19 because we're better together by masking up and practicing social distancing. Take your best shot and get vaccinated when it's available. Contact your health care provider or visit houstonhealth.org for more details. The only South Asian news radio in Texas. In, in the- uh, uh,
entire Bitcoin. <laughs> it, it, it is a bit of a nuisance to figure out what this is. What is a, Dharminder, tell us again in plain spoken English, what is a Bitcoin? Again, start from the very beginning. <laughs> That's very interesting. So, let's start. Let's start with the blockchain. Maybe, maybe blockchain would be the best option. Uh, or you want to start with Bitcoin? I mean, whatever works. For no, you. no, no. Just we're totally confused. We have no idea what you mean. Okay. So Bitcoin. So going back into the what we started off with, uh, Bitcoin is a digital currency. It's a what is a currency? Currency is a medium of exchange of values, right? I give you some dollars, you and I buy services and let, let me time out, time out. Uh -huh. I understand that part, but uh -huh. you said that you start off with a ledger, and that everyone is going to see that ledger. Why would I show you what I'm buying and what's in my bank account? The ledger. This is ledger. Is the is the transaction is the transactions happening across the platform. So these are the transactions. It's not like what you're buying or selling. It is the transaction, it's the money which is being so transferred I from get, I, If I get a ledger, I get on the ledger, I get mm -hmm. a ID number. Uh -huh. And the ID number follows me wherever I go. Exactly and like that. It works exactly like that. The only issue is there's no bank maintaining that thing. Like what you happen... But you, they don't know what I'm buying. See, what you're buying... So, the, so what you are referring, you are mixing two two things up. One is what is the entity, and what is the transport mechanism. Okay, transport, uh, maybe yeah. I can make it simpler this way. So, mm -hmm. I am starting off by buying a bitcoin. You buy a bitcoin. It has a value. How do I buy it? I pay some dollar to buy it. Yes. So there is a money transaction right there. That's correct. So, are, do the bitcoins come with a value written on it, or can I just? choose any number that I want to buy a thousand dollar Bitcoin or I don't know how it works. So you tell me. So example, From the if you, very beginning, so, step one, step two, step three, how is the whole, so how does the whole thing work? So first of, first of all, any coins, either Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency has a base value in terms of dollars. Okay. So and what is that? You have to spend, no, you have to spend dollars. So like uh, Ethereum at this time is Ethereum uh, is $3,000 and the actual Bitcoin, the Bitcoin, Bitcoin, is approximately 61,000. It, it is so fluctuate. Three years ago, when the whole... Th so to buy one Ethereum, you'll have to pay $61,000. No, 3,000. 3,000, approximately. Okay. But Bitcoin is 61,000. 61,000. So for one Bitcoin now, you have to pay $61,000. That's correct. Right. So By the people way, people who had bought it in 1990, it's inflated. So it's just like a stock. No, it is. The, the Bitcoin actually started in 2009. So at that time, Bitcoin was very easy to mine because the ledger was very small. So it was easy to mine, easy to make, easy to have this thing uh, come into the ledger. So at that time, the Bitcoin was you could buy one Bitcoin for a dollar. Okay. Maybe uh, less. Hold on, folks. I, just for those who, t who are wondering why we're not talking about movies and IPL and cricket and all at this part of the program, uh, there is nothing happening with cricket. And uh, so, Actually, there is. oh, there is, <laughs> there is, there is. Yes. Uh oh. Well, in that case, you want to quickly no, I, round it up, and no, then we can go well, back to the. No, but but what I no, what okay. I propose is that we have Dharmendra and his son come back here one more time yes. and talk to us. So sure. and, and meanwhile, let's to benefit our listeners. Right. So promote since you there is uh, Dharmendra. Is that a deal? You can come back. Deal. Yeah. We'll be. We'll back. have you back next week.
next week we'll uh, next week or the week after we'll, we'll figure out this time you'll have to bring some yeah, bitcoins to give us i'll bring i'll bring a big bitcoin <laughs> okay we can continue our confusion for other years <laughs> i already have my bitcoin over here my bitcoin travel with me oh so. he's got his bitcoin in his phone <laughs> oh, oh my how oh, nice <laughs> okay so dharmendra and aditya thank you so much for taking the time to be with us and we'll have you again next week uh promote what did you want to say about ipl well ipl because uh, the bio bubble of ipl was burst you know uh they had to abandon the ipl and we're missing the daily matches aren't we uh, very uh, much so i was so disappointed uh, because I, that I, was like true. the only entertainment outlet kind of you I know d- i did not notice for, the difference for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. for all and, uh, the people who are stuck at home there's nothing to do the you know ipl was our only outlet but uh, i did switch a bit to the astros i watched some baseball yeah last uh, night they, uh, there was a match yeah but next month uh, uh, on june 18 there'll be a fantastic match it's the world test uh, championships in? and in the finals are new zealand and uh, india where is and it and they'll be playing in england oh well that's that's there's no covid over there do you know yeah right <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to be very funny jawar maybe maybe these players will carry it with them. the indian variant we're going to pay back the british for everything they did to us yeah all the yeah, uh, foreign countries true. are telling their players to come back as quickly as possible so yeah and some of them did go back the australians went to maldives and then uh, i think uh, uh, you know the in- indian team is now going into a bubble and they will be going to england but i just saw an indian show where this lady was in the maldives and she was stuck over there for covid she got the covid and she was stuck for like two or three weeks and couldn't get out oh of my. maldives so, so there's no <laughs> place pretty much everywhere no, promote like, yeah you cannot avoid it and i'm like why maldives <laughs> i know it doesn't make sense but let's talk a little bit about movies okay uh, there are two movies that may be worth watching one is called milestone uh, or meel patthar uh, it's uh, an indian film meel patthar uh, yeah meel patthar and uh, it's on uh, uh, netflix and it's like a nomad land uh, for a truck driver really this is a truck driver who just lost his wife and then he's on a long trip and it's possible that he may not have a job at the end of the trip and he's training his replacement oh. so uh, kind of like a uh, you know uh, it reminded me of francis mcdermott in uh, uh, nomad nomadland yeah. uh uh-huh. i see okay and, and is, the other movie is, is it worthwhile seeing yes you yeah, said it's, it's worth watching okay uh, the other movie is called hambi akele and tumbi akele it was actually made in 2019 but it's getting a release uh, right now on hotstar and it's about a homosexual boy and a lesbian lady what who go from yeah let's <laughs> go good. from uh, uh, bombay to himachal pradesh on a road trip they don't get anything and, out uh, of this relationship you know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe in the indian you can we buy for all you know okay uh, uh, get together Pramod we lost you there what happened Pramod you were right in the middle of telling us this Pramod 
ஜிபிடிஸ்ட் Uh, Anshuman Jha is the uh, main um, hero and uh, Pankaj Tripathi is in it. Pankaj Tripathi is an excellent uh, actor and I'm trying to find the name of the lady. Um, well, anyway, so uh, Pramod has already told oh, you yeah. it's like, um, uh, you know, a gay uh, boy and a lesbian uh, female and uh, they uh, take a trip and how, you know, there can be friendship without Promotes boundaries prom- even you know if Pramod is back with us even if it's not yeah. like a love Pramod uh, what happened romantic to love relationship oh okay right yeah i was trying to continue what you were saying oh okay okay you left uh, us dangling <laughs> i know <laughs> today we've had this few disruptions i uh, unfortunately right so we're But, uh, almost at the end of our show and tomorrow is well, mother's something day something else promote do you want to say before we take off i don't know if you have time to play the song uh, the pakistani song no the uh, we yeah. we're about 45 seconds away from oh okay maybe next week okay. sure yes it's a wonderful and, song and promote by the way will be here for our 22nd May show, right? I Pramod? can't wait. That's Pramod, right. how long has it been? Has it, has it been? I want my clam chowder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I'll be there from 18, I think, from 28th or so. Oh, wow. Hmm, yeah. that's wonderful. So we, yeah. we're looking forward to that. Folks, this is Indo-American News Radio. You're listening to Pramod, who again is whizzing off on the asteroid belt. <laughs> <laughs> and we and harsh was uh, harsh harsh was even worse and he only lives in <laughs> in pearland <laughs> that's true and then we'll have uh, dharminder dargan again with us uh, maybe next week to confuse us even further <laughs> and and with his son aditya who's desperately trying to teach his dad how to explain this a little bit softly to us so folks this is jawahar saying adios uh, look forward to seeing you next week Stay well everyone. Happy Mother's Day tomorrow for oh, all yeah. the mothers out there. Yes. Take care and happy Mother's Day from Boston. And and also happy Asian American Pacific Islanders Month. This is the Definitely. time and if you went to Central Market you'll see the, the little sign that I get offended by. They've got a poster with Asians. They know Asians. They're all Orientals. Oh. Where what happened to all the brown people? <laughs> We're all uh, lumped into one big category. Yes, so. yeah. So, well folks, don't uh, be bashful. Come back and see us next Saturday 4 to 6 Indo-American News Radio. This is Jawar with Sanchali and signing Ramal. off. Bye. Sala Radio 107.5 KGLK HD4 Lake Jackson and 98.7 FM K254BZ Fairbanks. Masala Don't procrastinate. Hurry. 